Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the best of Morning Drive with Dietrich and White. An on-demand audio presentation of RedPeachSports.com and ESPN977.com. Now here's today's show. North Louisiana. What up? How goes it? Aaron and Jake hanging out here in the Caldwell Banker Group One Realty Studio in West Monroe on Wednesday mornings around 8 o'clock. We, we really enjoy talking to him after a sweep, and that's what took place this past weekend. Coach Pett, how you doing? I'm great. Good morning. How are you doing? Good. Let's start there. Uh, first sweep for ULM in a conference series, I believe, in four years. Pretty darn impressive. Uh, you look back at that series, some of the key takeaways for you. Well, uh, consistent pitching. We got three quality starts out of uh, Beal, Jeans, and O'Laughlin, so it kind of helped our bullpen out. And uh, you know that always helps to get you know get positive starts up there in the front side of the game to kind of make the the backside a little bit shorter. And then um, got some big RBI hits um, from some seniors. I thought the senior leadership has been tremendous the last couple weeks, even. With some of the losses that we had, um, just you know, they've been focused and really trying to work hard to, uh, you know, get us into that postseason tournament. Coach, last week we talked about, of course, the series at Coastal Carolina, and, and we mentioned even though you lost uh, three games there, the final game you banged out 16, uh, 16 runs against a nationally ranked squad. We talked about this offense perhaps uh, showing some signs of life, and then you backed that up on Tuesday with sixteen runs. Have you noticed a difference with just the confidence level of the guys as they go to the plate? Absolutely. You know, I think, uh, you know, even looking back to the Arkansas, when we played them midweek against a really, you know, a nationally ranked team, I thought we swung the bats pretty well against them. And then when we come out on Sunday against Coastal, it's like, okay, we can play with anybody. We just got to find ways to beat them. And, um, you know, the guys, like I said, I think the older guys are starting to realize that their days are numbered. And um, I think they've just been – you know, somewhat relaxed and just kind of getting after it. And um, some other guys have been following. You know, Braden Barrett had a really good weekend. Maybe not with hits, but he had seven walks on the weekend and led to, uh, you know, five runs scored for him. Um, plus, he had a big two-out hit. Joey Jordan had some really good at-bats as well. So, um, you know, I, I think, you know, this time of year, the, the pitchers sometimes are a little bit worn down and the offense sometimes has to carry you. And, um, you know, hopefully we can continue to keep doing that uh, down this down this stretch run. And Coach Fed, you're getting a couple guys uh, picking up the slack, uh, guys that probably you didn't expect to do it. Uh, a guy like Marucci, Gino Marucci, uh, Sunbelt Conference player of the hitter of the week. How has he come, emerged like this and gone on this streak in the last week, week and a half? You know, it's funny. Every year uh, as a coach, you know, you talk to your team that, like, look, guys, some, somebody may not get get a chance to play every day, whether it's a pitcher or they're limited on innings or they're limited on bats. And Gino's been kind of one of those guys. You know, it's been, been a difficult year for him. He's a senior. Um, there was times early on in the year that, you know, he didn't travel with us on some weekend series. He wasn't on our 27-man roster. And because of some injuries, 
you know, he's kind of taken full advantage of, of that opportunity and, um, and he's kind of run with it. And I, I think, again, that, that shows the signs of maturity because it could have been easier for, for him just to kind of cash it in and go, you know what, man, I'm not playing. I'm a senior. You know, my, my career is kind of done. But he's been diligent. He gets his work in on a daily basis, whether it's with Coach Belanger with the outfielders or if it's with Coach Collins with the hitters. Um, you know, he, he, he does his work and he shows up. And, uh, again, that's just a sign of maturity, and he's taken full advantage of every opportunity. You know, you hate it because Turner Francis got hurt in the uh, in the Coastal Carolina game, but, uh, you know, Gino's really stepped up and, and given us a, a really good spark, and it's been fun to see. And I know he's enjoying that part of his career because, again, you know, his days are getting limited. And, Coach Fed, just what a story, too, and what an example this will be and perhaps a story you'll tell for years to come. In fact, the guy that was on the bench wasn't traveling very much, and then, of course, eventually uh, develops or has a week where he is the player of the week. <laughs> it really is. Uh, and, you know, Gino's one of those kids. He's always got a positive attitude. He's always got a smile on his face. And it's it's really been, you know, neat to see. You know, you look back uh, when he got his opportunity against Coastal, his first at-bat, we got runners at first and second, and there's one out. And uh, the score was close. I don't remember exactly what the score was at the time, but Coastal goes and makes a pitch and change, and Coach Collins comes over, and we're talking about, you know, what we want to do. And, it's you know, it's really Gino's first at-bat. He's, he's only had, I think, two at-bats going into the, that, that at-bat at the time. And um, I was like, Coach, let's gamble. Let's, let's put a hit and run on at some point during the at-bat. Coach mm-hmm. Collins looks at me and goes, if we're going to do it, we're going to do it on the first pitch. And you could see Gino, like, you know, he kind of, lights up a little bit and I'm like you know what you got you go and hit and run the first pitch and sure enough uh, he gets the fastball because there's not a lot of information on him and he blitzes the ball in the right center gap their, their center fielder dives for it and it gets under his glove and Gino gets a triple out of it and uh, you know you could just see the smile on his face when he got there he had two RBIs with it and you know that that kind of sparked it um, you know I thought it was a great call by by Coach Collins to, you know, put him in a situation to be successful. And um, he's kind of just been rolling, you know, since then. So uh, hopefully he can keep that up. And we need every, um, you know, every opportunity for our guys to, to be successful down this stretch. Coach, I'm losing count of the number of doubleheaders that you've played this season. Of course, you had to <laughs> play another one on se- seven doubleheaders. Uh, yeah. What is your team's mentality now when you go in there and say, all right, guys, we're going to play two again tomorrow? Yeah, I, I think that they're resilient with it. You know, they've, they've had to, you know, fight through some obstacles and, and, and some things like that, whether it's been weather, um, you know, whether it's the cold weather or it's been some rain. Um, you know, and we've, we've got a lot of older guys. We've got a lot of junior college guys on our team. So that that's, I think, one of the positive things. They don't – some of those guys don't know any better because that's that's what they did their freshman and sophomore years. They, they played all doubleheaders. Um, you know, I think Trey Jeans has been – probably the the biggest person of of all of um, our pitchers with it because he's been the one I want to say six of the seven that he's thrown game two of of a doubleheader and that's that's tough sometimes too whether you're on the road or you're at home and you're sitting around for you know sometimes up to six hours because of uh, you know batting practice and how long the game goes and um, I think Trey's really been receptive to that that role he's kind of a laid-back kid and and he's done an outstanding job of of you know giving us some you know some quality starts in those situations and because uh, again that can be it's a long day i think we were at the ballpark for almost 10 hours on um on saturday with, with this double header 
Last week when we visited, we talked about the opportunity for you guys with seven straight uh, home games. Uh, you're 4-0 at this point. you got Troy coming in this weekend. What are you anticipating from the Trojans? Well, you know, they're, a, they're an older, experienced team. You know, they're fighting um, for some different things than we are right now. Their RPI is sitting pretty well. So, uh, you know, they need some wins to uh, try to get that at-large bid. They're in second place on, on their half. So they still have, a you know, a chance to uh, – you know, when they're when they're their side of the league, which you know you get a, an automatic, um, you know, you kind of get that that uh, buy game a little bit from from that standpoint. So um, they uh, they have a lot at stake. And uh, again, you know, Coach Smart does a great job over there. Uh, their experienced offense. I think they're second in the league in in offense and in their pitching numbers. So they're a pretty consistent team. You know, you can't just go in there and go. They're going to bang it around. We're going to be able to bang with them because their their pitching staff has done an outstanding job coach phillips does uh, you know a lot with with uh, you know a little bit less sometimes too because they don't have any dominating guys but they've got some consistency and um, we're going to have to be uh, be ready because uh, again they're a balanced offense and, and they're pretty consistent on the mound i know you're focused on just one game at a time and play one out That's right. inning at a time but you look at the overall standings in the Sun Belt Conference. Where does it look for the ultimate goal of making the postseason tournament? Well, I think we're. I think it's in our hands. I mean, we we can get to the tournament. Uh, we, we we set ourselves up pretty well um, this past weekend with that, um, and we just have to take care of our own business. I my biggest thing, Aaron, is I don't want to look back and go, you know, we need help from this person or that person. I want to do it, you know, on our own, and we we've, we've got a lot at stake ahead. You know, there's a really good Troy team. We can again. Um, established ourselves this weekend, and then we go to uh, you know Lafayette the, the last week, which um, in the last couple of years we, we haven't had a lot of success against them, and um, we, we have a chance to um, you know maybe knock them off of being the number one seed on our side, and we also have you know an opportunity to um, you know stake our claim in, in this league and show everybody that hey man we're we're, we're legit, um, we're you know predicted to finish last in the league and. We've made the tournament. Um, you know, ideally you want to be in the top six because you don't have to play the play-in game. And honestly, we have a chance to finish in that top six. Crazy enough, um, it's so jumbled up a little bit in there. And, um, you know, we've got to do a lot to, to be able to do that. But, again, we have that opportunity. It's in, in, in front of us. And, um, you know, hopefully our guys know what's at stake. We talk about it all the time. And um, it's up to us to go do it. In spite of Mother Nature, you guys have made major progress in getting fans back out to Warhawk Field. But you look, this is the final uh, three games uh, at home this year. What strides do you think you've made in relation to developing more relationship with the fan base and making it uh, fan-friendly once again out there? Well, I think the product's been been good. Our guys play hard. You know, we've got some, um, again, some older guys, some, some local guys that uh, people, you know, want to go see, you know, the Will Daniels and Spencer Hemfields and, Cole Hendricks that, you know, people take pride in, in the local kids and, and they're stepping up and doing a great job. Uh, so, you know, the biggest thing is people want to, they want to be around winners and, we're, you know, we're not at 500 yet, but hopefully we can get to that point at, at this year. But I think our guys play hard. Um, I think we're entertaining and, um, you know, I think the atmosphere has, has really been good. You know, we've, we've tried to work hard at, you know, what music we play and, um, you know, some of the promotional things that we do, you know, before the game or during the game to, um, you know, entice fans to the, the pleasurable experience. And I think that's the biggest thing, you know, that 
Coach Sheck Snyder a couple years ago. You know, he I know he was big into that. He and I have spoken a lot about that because those are the things that, that you know people welcome. They they want to feel comfortable at the ballpark. And um, unfortunately, you know, we've played so many double headers as we've lost some fans too um, because of the days. But it looks the weather looks great this weekend. There'll be a three game set. There's a lot of excitement with uh, you know graduation this weekend and. Um, you know, senior day with 11 seniors on Sunday. So hopefully people will come out. Um, we need the support uh, because, you know, we want to make it very difficult on the Trojans and we want to put ourselves, uh, you know, in that in the best contention at the tournament to be, you know, the highest seed that we can possibly be. I hope you just didn't jinx yourself there saying the weather is going to be great. But 16-7 uh, and <laughs> well, this year. <laughs> I, 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 watched, I watched your news station this morning and they, they uh, said it was going to be. So I'm uh, – uh, I'm, I'm, We'll put it on there. Put it on us. All right. Thanks, Coach Fed. Uh, We'll see you this weekend, bud. I appreciate it. Thanks, Aaron. Have a great day. Good stuff, Uh, Troy, this weekend. You look at this Sunbelt Conference and what they've done this year. I mean, they went into that game last week against Grambling. What did they lose? They lost 10 of 12, I think, 11 of 12. They were in the midst of a horrible Mm -hmm. stretch. And to see them turn it around, and quite frankly, you go back to last year, how things unfolded and unraveled so quickly. Yeah, to for this team to kind of pick you know, it back yes. up and prevent last year from happening again yeah. this year. Yeah, quite incredible. And now, you, of course, you know, the ultimate goal was just to get into this uh, postseason in the conference, considering the lack of success they've had in the last couple of years. And they're right in the thick of things once again at uh, ten and fourteen. I mean, they've got an opportunity to kind of inch their way up even farther. Uh, Texas State, UTA just sitting right above them with uh, 11 wins in conference play. No doubt. No doubt. 888-993-7762. We're going to talk a little uh, high school baseball in the next segment. we got a Chad O'Lynn joining us from Claiborne Christian. Then at the bottom of the hour, OCS's John Parker. Both of those squads look forward to semifinal games today. Yes, indeed. Look forward to it. 888-993-7762. And I think uh, the poll is up. We now know what top 10 Thursday will be tomorrow. Do we, though? Let's see. It is. Very dramatic here. We need that. I need that dramatic pause. We have music here. By by two votes, it's going to be most disliked in sports. Yes. Was that really what you were rooting for? Yes. I was kind of looking forward to picking out people to punch Draymond, but okay. So this doesn't have to be an athlete. This can just be. It's whatever we want it to be, Aaron. Could be it could an be an owner. Oh, it could be an owner. Yeah. Could be a personality. Yeah. I nominate you. All right. Subtle jerk. Subtle jerk. Yeah. Could be a jockey. Is there a jockey you don't like? <laughs> Everything's horse racing now. 888 It's the Stuart Shelby hotline slash text line. We're back after this. Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price for how many doors, cars, trucks, and SUVs, the king of the road, car king. We treat you like royalty, we earn your trust and loyalty. You'll be wearing the crown and you'll start to sing, the king of the road, the king of the road, car king. 
Whether you have a sports or an orthopedic injury, nagging low back or neck pain, work-related injury, or even vertigo, get the care and treatment you need at Legacy Outpatient Therapy Services. LOTS has been a reliable health care provider for Ruston and the surrounding communities for over 15 years. Give Chase Patterson and his team of skilled therapists a call at 318-255-9601 or visit our website at LegacyRehab.net. LOTS, official partner of Louisiana Tech Athletics and your home for trusted therapy solutions. Powered by Legacy Rehabilitation. We're talking with Matt Livengood, General Manager at Calvert Crossing Golf Club. You know, Matt, people probably have asked you, what's so special about Calvert Crossing? Well, the difference is our daily focus is on grass and it's on people. So what that brings to you is unsurpassed customer service and superior golf course conditions. And May is the final month of our spring membership drive. You can make Calvert Crossing your home club at 75% off initiation and your first month's dues are free. Come enjoy the private club experience without the private club cost. Stop by and we will give you a tour of our first class facilities. Calvert Crossing is located on Hodge Watson Road in Calhoun. Brad Parker and his wife, Leah, opened the Iron Cactus in Calhoun, Louisiana on July 12, 2010, and has made Iron Cactus into a one-of-a-kind restaurant and, in my opinion, the best Tex-Mex in the area. They now have a second location at 428 Desired Street in Monroe. Iron Cactus offers a family-friendly environment that's open for lunch and dinner and also has an array of platters for your catered events. Every time you visit Iron Cactus, you'll find a dedicated and grateful staff with a commitment to deliver the best Tex-Mex, along with the fresh ideas that will make you want to come back again and again. They pride themselves in using fresh food to meet your expectations of a delicious dining experience, and they look forward to serving you in a simple cantina setting. What's better than the Iron Cactus fajitas? Eating them with a margarita, obviously. They are so excited to announce they are now serving your favorite margaritas, wine, and ice-cold beer in downtown Monroe. 428 Desired Street, Monroe, and 1304 Highway 80 East in Calhoun. Local Sports Talk is on the air. On the morning drive, this hour is sponsored by Car King and Monroe. Welcome back to the show. We look forward to the state championships this weekend down in Sulphur. A number of squads. I think we have uh, seven overall, and four of them will be in action later today in state semifinal games. And one of those in action will be Claiborne Christian. And joining us now is Claiborne Christian head coach, Chad O'Lan. Coach, how you doing? I'm great, guys. What's happening? I guess this route has become uh, very familiar for you guys, the fact of, what, in the semifinals for the 11th straight year. And I don't know how many years in a row they've had this thing down in Sulphur, but uh, the routine's got to become uh, pretty normal for you guys. Well, you know, it's, it's still a different crew every year, different mentality for guys every year. So, uh, you know, there's still the, the butterflies that the guys will have, and uh, you know, which is all normal. And, uh, you know, get through that first couple pitches to where we can just get into playing baseball and, and get over those butterflies. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be an exciting week, hopefully, hopefully week. Hopefully, right, definitely. I gotta ask you. I saw I saw it on Twitter. It looked like you guys were cruising down in a tricked out uh, bus or, or van. I mean, what, what kind of deal? You guys are riding in style. Well, that's every year. Mail Tours takes care of us. Uh, I coached. Um, they're, they're two older boys. Geez, both of them probably for a total of eight years. And uh, Mail Tours is always taking good care of us. Well, from a guy that has certainly been on a number of buses throughout your coaching and then playing career in the minor leagues, you got to feel like these kids got it easy now. <laughs> I tell you what, you're absolutely right. They uh, 
they 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 definitely are uh, again male tours takes care of us man they they take us uh they, they take very good care of us typically when you guys are down there you're looked at as one of the favorites how do you handicap uh, the four teams now remaining in your division you know it's uh as always if, if if a team gets here they're good normally if a team gets here they've got uh you know a a really good pitcher at least one and uh you know today is no exception Northside christian they've got a lefty who's uh very good uh beat saint thomas moore uh two or three weeks ago um and so you know we've got our work cut out for us they're they're a very good team they're they're very well coached and so uh you know you definitely can't take anyone lightly Coach, from a guy that has been down to Sulphur for a number of years now, can you envision this tournament ever leaving there or perhaps it going to a different place? Gosh, someone asked me that yesterday. And, you know, I just, because uh, I know, you know, Sterlington has is, is got those incredible facilities that are coming along. And uh, I just, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I think Sulphur will bid high enough to where, you know, I don't think they're going to let it leave because of, uh, you know, just everything it does for this area over this week. I mean, every hotel is booked and restaurants are all packed. And so I think it's going to be extremely hard to, uh, to ever get it away from sulfur. And it's pretty much a well-oiled machine at, at this point where, I mean, they don't have many hiccups along the way and you probably don't hear many complaints about the way the tournament is run year in and year out. It's, it's, yeah, these guys do an incredible job. They really do. Uh, you know, the, the, the number of fields, number one, but, you know, what's, what's really incredible is, is it's not just turf fields, and, of course, turf fields will dry quicker if we get rain, but they've got this incredible drainage system where one year, I mean, we, it was, I thought the day would be rained out, and when it stopped raining, 40 minutes later, we were playing ball. And so, uh, yeah, it's 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 an incredible uh, incredible deal they got going on over here. Coach, I'm assuming we'll see Austin Acre on the mound for you today. Uh, one thing about uh, him this year is you haven't allowed him to go out there and face any weak opposition. You fed him almost to the wolves, playing teams like OCS and, and so on. How do you think that's going to benefit him today on this stage? Well, it, it it has to help. I mean, you know, for him to throw against teams to where, you know, all he's got to do is throw it right down the middle at, you know, his 83, 84 and get guys out, that, that doesn't help him for this part of the season. And so for him to really have to learn how to pitch throughout the season against uh, very good teams as far as, you know, really uh, putting the ball where, where it needs to be, outside corner, inside, or, or way fast balls off, off the uh, – off the black or, um, you know, I believe it's definitely uh, has had to have helped him. I guess we'll find out. Um, but, you know, I'm going to throw you a curveball there, Jake. Uh, he's not pitching today. Uh, we're rolling the dice. Um, we're going with our number two, Trip Martin, uh, who's very good. And and I, I believe he's going to uh, – he'll get us to the championship game and then – Acre will have the ball for the championship game. Now, what Acre can do as far as the pitch limitations and all this, he can throw up to 
50 pitches and still be able to throw on Friday. And so if we get in a tight jam and, and need him to come out for a couple, need him to go in for a couple of innings, and we'll do that. He's been training for the last uh, four weeks to be able to do that. And so, uh, yeah, we're going to roll the dice a little bit. Is that the fact that uh, Grace Christian, the number one seed, you could perhaps envision a matchup if, you, if everything goes right in the finals on Friday? Yeah, you know, here's the deal. When you've been here as many times as we have, uh, it's not about just getting to the championship game. I mean, it's about winning it. And, you know, if we've never been here before, then I'd probably throw Acre to get to the championship game. But, you know, we're here to, we're here to win. And we definitely believe that, that our best shot at beating Grace is going to be with uh, with Acre on the mound. Chad Olin, thanks for not giving us coach talk on this Wednesday morning. That was good. Man. <laughs> that was great, man. <laughs> That's sweet. Well, uh, I'll, I'll always give it like it is. <laughs> well, this should be fun. Number three seed, Claiborne Christian versus Northside Christian today at noon in the uh, Division 5 semifinals. Appreciate the time, and uh, hopefully we'll be uh, talking Friday morning as you get ready for that state championship game. Amen to that. I appreciate you guys for uh, for having me on this morning. You bet. Cadillac, Cleveland Christian head coach. How about that? It's good stuff there. I love that quote. The fact that you know, if we hadn't been here before, we'd want to get to the state championship game. We want to win it. Yeah. Saving Acre for the state championship game—that's a bold move, Cotton. I wonder what Northside Christian thinks about that. Mm-hmm. Probably not. Uh, get Northside Christian's coach on the line. <laughs> You know, and, and he, he mentioned it there. They have a win against St. Thomas Moore earlier this year. They beat them 7-5. to five. So this is a team that's capable, right? I mean, that win right there might be one of the best wins in the division if, if you look at all the teams. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. Also today, got Summerfield, number three seed, scoring off against Harrisonburg, the number two seed. That one is scheduled to start at 2 o'clock. OCS, the number two seed, will square off against Ascension Catholic in uh, Division Four. John Parker will join us in the next segment to break down that matchup that's slated to start at 5.30. And then uh, Shudrick, the number three seed, will get their shot at number one Oak Hill, slated to go at 6 o'clock. Yeah, and speaking of Ascension Catholic, uh, they actually beat Berwicker. I was looking at their schedule. They actually beat Berwick earlier this year, which Sterlington is actually playing Berwick uh, tomorrow. Um, but Ascension Catholic and OCS have actually met earlier this year, and OCS was victorious, and that one beat them 12-6. to six. Mm. Uh, But you look at Ascension Catholic, they are uh, they look to be the real deal. They swept Sacred Heart, number six seed, 12-1 uh, to one and 10-1 to one in the previous round. Mm. And, of course, I made a trip out to West Washita yesterday. Chiefs continue to get ready, of course, uh, trying to get back to the state championship game for the first time in uh, two years. As good as West Washita has been in a baseball power throughout the years, uh, last state championship, I think it was the only state championship they've ever won, came back in 2005. Mm. I was there down in uh, Lafayette. So uh, maybe this could be the year that West Washita brings home another one. They'll have to get by Benton. Uh, interesting dynamic that all these teams are facing. Uh, you know, turf down there in Sulphur, what do they do? You go and try to find a turf field to kind of get – Used mm-hmm. to it. West Washita, they just moved their practice out to the football field. Yeah. And, you know, Benton is a team that we've seen quite a bit in the area this year and last year, really. They played a lot of local teams. 
Um, but they have wins against OCS, West Monroe, and Washtenaw Parish this year. So they've had some success against some of our local teams, and we'll see if West Washita uh, can get it done Friday. And look, West Washita only has to win two games, so they can throw all those arms they have. They can make they can put together some pretty filthy combinations on the mound in these two games. Mitch Thomas will join us on Friday as his Chiefs get ready for that semifinal showdown versus Benton. Let's take a timeout. Coming up next, you will hear from John Parker, OCS's head coach as they get ready for that matchup, that showdown with Ascension Catholic later today. You can continue to weigh in at 888-993-7762. We're back after this. If your business depends on technology, then you can depend on NetTech. We offer remote desktop and service management, cloud-based document access, email services, IP phone services, fiber internet, and data security products. With locations in Monroe and in Ruston, our friendly technicians and help desk staff are ready to solve all your IT problems. Let NetTech be your IT department. Visit nettech.net or call 866-668-0001 today. Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price for how many doors, cars, trucks, and SUVs, the king of the road, car king. We treat you like royalty, we earn your trust and loyalty. You'll be wearing the crown and you'll start to sing, the king of the road, the king of the road, car king. At Rocket Fast, our immaculate grounds, friendly attendance, and the most free backs anywhere will let you know that we care. Get more for your money with our exclusive bug wash prep stations, wall of foam, colorful soaps, and LED light show for a fun car wash for everyone. And with our Fast Pass, you can wash as often as you want for as little as $19.95 per month. Rocket Fast, the fast and easy way to wash your car. Now with seven locations from Monroe to Shreveport. Grab another cup of coffee and keep tuned to The Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Car King and Monroe. High school baseball previews continue. Look forward to four state semifinal games later today, including the number two seed, OCS Eagles, squaring off against Ascension Catholic. John Parker joins us for a few minutes on the Stuart Shelby Hotline, OCS's head coach. Coach Parker, how are you doing this morning, bud? Oh, doing well, Aaron. How are you guys? Good. These days, and I know these moments never get old as a coach. First of all, uh, what were kind of your arrangements to get down there, and now you look forward to this matchup at 5.30 today? Well, it's definitely a quick turnaround. You know, of course, us dropping down to uh, 1A, of course, Division 4, you know, for the playoffs. And, uh, you know, we finish up, uh, you know, this past Saturday evening, um, you know, play a couple of marathon games, it seemed like, and, uh, so for us to, uh, you know, get all the logistics, all the hotel arrangements, all the, you know, just, just all the different things that go along with making a trip like this and then, you know, uh, leaving on Tuesday uh, to, you know, to, to be down here in Sulphur. And, uh, uh, you know, there's just a lot of stuff that goes on, you know, that goes into, you know, planning a trip like this. So, uh, you know, it was nice to get on the bus yesterday afternoon and just kind of relax a little bit, and, uh, you know, begin, you know, just kind of game preparation for uh, for today. Uh, this team certainly likes to make it interesting for you. May have aged you a little bit over the course of the last uh, week and a half. Uh, what you guys love this point where you put your backs against the wall and you have to rally with your season on the line? Well, it's, 
definitely uh, not easy on uh, on the coaching staff. Uh, you know, we uh, we joke at OCS all the time. I mean, I've been there 14 years now. We were we were a young staff when I got there 14 years ago, and uh, you know we're we're kind of getting a little <laughs> little old, a uh, little uh, you know got a little experience under our belt. But uh, you know this uh, this team, they just uh, um, you know we we've talked to them a lot this year. You know, we we haven't made it easy at any point this year. You know, we've had a lot of games where. Uh, uh, we've had to outscore opponents. Um, you know, uh, we, we've had some issues uh, uh, fielding the ball at times. Uh, we've had, you know, at times we've had some inconsistent pitching. Uh, the one thing that's been a, pretty much a constant the whole year is our hitting. And, um, you know, we just, uh, uh, so we just haven't made it easy for ourselves. So the last two weekends, you know, uh, why, why play any different? You know, we're, Instead of finishing, you know, teams off in two games, you know, we we make it a little interesting and uh, you know face elimination a couple of times and um, you know, but, but the good thing is our kids didn't panic uh, either weekend and uh, they they knew what was at stake. They knew that they uh, um, you know their back was against the wall and you know they came out fighting and uh, it was awesome to see you know this past Saturday you know after losing game one on Thursday for these guys to come out on uh, uh, for game two and game three on Saturday. And, uh, you know, they, they just always felt in control. They just uh, they have never had any panic in them. And, uh, you know, we were able to pull out both wins. Well, and down 1-0, you told me you showed up Saturday and you just had this calm feeling, like you knew what was about to take place. What, what made you feel that way? What was it about this team that gave you that confidence that, man, we're about to go out and, and win these next two games and, and be fine? Well, I mean, I told the team after Thursday night, and of course we had a short practice on Friday, being that we had a split series. You know, we were in the same situation last year, and a lot of these boys, um, you know, they were on that team. And, I mean, a lot of them were in the starting lineup, or they were in a reserve role and got to play in the game in different areas. Um, <coughs> excuse me, but they, uh, um, uh, you know, last year in the quarters, you know, we did the same thing with uh, um, with Notre Dame, and uh, we lost game one, and. Um, you know, we came back to win both games on Saturday, and that's what we I just try to remind them of that. So, guys, you know, that's that's the beauty of a three-game series. You know, we didn't play our best on Thursday night. We know that. Um, you know, our pitching staff knew it. Our hitters knew it. You know, we just we we didn't play our best. And um, um, I, you know, I, I really I don't know. I can't explain it. I talked to the uh, um, you know uh, the coaches, and I, I just I just had a really good feeling. Um, uh, and, and I'm you know kind of an even-keeled kind of guy, and. Um, uh, but coming into Saturday, you know, of course, you know, we maybe it was just the, all the dealing with the weather and having to, you know, put the tarp on the field, pulling the tarp and working field conditions last week. You know, it kind of kept my mind off of it. I don't know, but um, you know, I just, I, and I, I just believe in our kids. I really do. I just, uh, I think our kids, uh, um, they, they believe in each other. They believe that they uh, that they're always in a ball game, and uh, so it just, uh, it was a good feeling coming into last Saturday, and I knew that no matter what happened. Um, our kids wouldn't go down without a fight, and um, you know they put a lot of you know, they put a lot of effort into it, and obviously we're able to pull out the wins. Coach Parker, generally speaking, in these three game series, do you sometimes or do you sense a momentum shift in the dugouts after the uh, team wins that second game, going into the third, where perhaps they have more confidence than the team that actually won the opening game? I definitely believe that, um, and I, that's another thing that we talked about as a team. Um, you know, Catholic Point Cape. I mean, they they kind of they pulled the upset with Cedar Creek in the uh, the first round there, uh, the regional round, and uh, you know they were the ten seed, and they had been playing at a high level of uh, 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 been playing at a very high level for the last month of the season, 
And, um, you know, that's what I told the guys. I mean, nobody expected them to come in and beat us. And um, so, um, they, of course, they, they pulled the, you know, just, just stole that one game one from us. Um, and I told our guys, I said, you know, hey, of course, you know, we want to focus every game, no matter what game it is. But, of course, in an elimination game, you know, um, you know, win every pitch. You know, once, once you win every pitch, then we got to win every inning. Once you, you know, if you win every inning, then we're going to win the game. And after we win game two, uh, I told him, I said, you know, all the pressure is going to be back in that dugout. And you could just see that in uh, uh, Poinkipi's dugout last week. And uh, you know, they came out, you know, it looked like they were pretty confident um, Saturday morning. And, um, you know, we had a big inning. You know, Connor McCoy came through with a big hit, bases loaded, uh, you know, clearing double. And uh, once we hit that double um, and uh, we, we got up a little bit, and in the very next inning, Dell Fulmer hit a two-run home run. And uh, you could just see kind of the air go out of them. And, um, uh, you know, we were able to obviously get that win. And once we got that win, it was just like, you know, the, you could sense their dugout. All the pressure just kind of shifted to them. Our kids knew we had the game. We knew we had the momentum. And, um, you know, they, Catholic Point Cafe was feeling the pressure that, okay, we got game one, and now what's going to happen now? And, um, you know, all right, it just uh, that, that momentum shift was huge for us. All right, goes to win or go home. Now you get a matchup against the Central Catholic, the number three seed. You're the number two seed, a, a team, a program you're very familiar with. What will it take to advance on tonight? Well, I mean, it's I mean, it's going to be a lot of coach talk. I mean, obviously we got to have strong pitching. Um, you know, we uh, we got to be in the zone, uh, pitch to contact. Um, you know, we we've got to cut down on our errors. You know, uh, we played uh, we played really well on Saturday last week. Um, and, um, you know, we've got to continue playing like that defensively down here. Um, you know, I, I have no doubt in my mind that we're going to hit the baseball and we're going to score some runs. Um, and, I mean, just, we talk to our kids, you know, all the time about, you know, whoever handles adversity the best uh, in games like this, especially on a big stage when you got a lot of people in the crowd, you got a lot of, you know, cheering, a lot of chanting, a lot of, you know, just a lot of stuff going on, a lot of distractions uh, playing on this stage. You know, whoever can block those out the best, handle the adversity because, you know, adversity is going to come in a ball game. And uh, if we can handle that adversity and fight through it, and, um, you know, I think we'll be on the winning end of it. I go back to a clip I aired last night on the TV side. We had uh, you talking to the team last year following that heartbreaking loss in the finals. And, of course, you were telling the seniors they did an incredible job. Not many people anticipated you guys to be there last year. But then also you followed it up by telling the, the underclassmen, remember this moment and what it takes to get back to this moment. Kind of cool how this thing now has come full circle for you guys and kind of to finish the journey this weekend. It is. It's, um, it's, been, a, it's been a great season for us. And, and, I, and I, at our little pep rally yesterday, a little send-off, I said the exact same thing about these uh, these seniors, especially um, that that were in the game last year: Connor McCoy, Bryce Wallace, Skylar Wilhite, John Clark Smith, uh, Noah Hartline, J.R. Ellis. I mean, these seniors they were a part of it last year, and um, you know they 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 felt that heartbreak. You know, of course, we also had some you know some underclassmen who are juniors now that were a part of it, and they they all felt that heartbreak last year, and that's been kind of a driving force in them this year, and. Uh, these guys, I mean, they have really, uh, you know, they, the seniors have been great leaders on this this team. Um, they've kept everybody focused. They've, uh, you know, they've spoken up when needed to. They've called team meetings when needed to um, just to kind of keep everything in check. And uh, um, so to, to be here again and maybe practicing, you know, the last, absolute last week of the season, be playing, 
your final games of the season, um, you know, in sulfur. I mean, that's, you know, that's obviously a huge accomplishment. But, uh, you know, our, I don't think our seniors will be satisfied with just being here. And, um, you know, they're not going to be satisfied until, uh, you know, until they get that big trophy on Friday night. John Parker, last question. I know you made your way up to Stroington in those new fields to practice on the turf earlier this week. Can you ever envision the day now that Stroington has that ballpark? Ruston is building some an amazing complex over there that perhaps Northeast Louisiana could wrestle some part of this tournament away from Sulphur. Man, that'd be awesome. Um, they're, they're definitely the facility out there. That's really that's honestly that's the first time I've been out there. Um, I've seen it from the you know from the highway, but actually out there at the facility. And once they get that thing finally complete. Um, I mean, that's just that's an unbelievable place out there that with all the turf fields and, you know, the huge pavilion they're going to build in, or they're in process of building right now. Um, you know, one thing that, that they do have over Sulphur is that they have, uh, you know, they do have five high school size fields. Um, and, you know, Sulphur right here, you know, we, we, we play on three different fields. Um, you know, and I'm not exactly sure what the plan is for Rustin, but I hear that's going to be a state-of-the-art complex as well. And uh, that would be, I mean, I, you know, obviously us guys in North Louisiana, we, you know, we get tired of traveling down here to the, all these different complexes. So for us to have a chance and have the facilities up there in our area, that's a, um, I mean, I, I do think that it's a possibility that they, you know, when, when everything gets done and gets completed, they start putting in bids. And uh, it's going to be real hard for the uh, high school association not to take a serious look at that because of the facilities. Coach Parker, good luck later today. Hopefully uh, we'll be uh, breaking down and discussing your championship game on Friday. Thank you. That'd be awesome. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks, Jake. Appreciate it. John Parker, OCS's head coach. Yeah. How about that? Stewardson actually has more fields that are high school Mm -hmm. ready now. Yeah. um, Than Sulphur. They do. And I look, that's another conversation for another day about the future of where uh, this tournament will take place. But I'm just anxious about these games today, ready to see how our local teams do. Four games, once again, Shooter and Oak Hill at 6 o'clock at OCS Ascension Catholic at 5.30, Summerfield versus Harrisonburg at 2, and at noon, Claiborne Christian versus Northside Christian. Yeah. Hey, we're pretty close to our parting shots. I got something real quick before we get to that. It's kind of a parting shot. I want to I give some love to Colin Coward just because I'm usually – he, he's great at what he does. We know, we all know that. I think we can all agree on that. But I'm not a huge fan of him personally because of some of the things he's, he's done in the past and because of how he's kind of wavered on some of his strong opinions on, on certain things like UFC and even WWE wrestling. Um, but yesterday I was listening to him, and he was talking – of course, he was talking about the, the old debate, who's the greatest NBA basketball player of all time. And he gave us top five, and he didn't include Kareem. And people, I guess his co-host, whoever it was, was like, why don't you have Kareem? What's, how do you not have him in there? And then this was like the best radio I've heard in a long time. He then said, centers are like sea creatures. They, are, they don't get in my top five because they're genetically gifted. And so then he rattles off his top five sea creatures, and I'm telling you, it was great. I'm just saying, I wanted to kind of point that out just because Cal heard. I'm usually against him on a lot of things, but that was that was really good. It's like a tip of a cap to, to Cal Hurd because he 
He is one of the best in, in radio. My opinion of him uh, changed a little bit. Uh, when I was at Super Bowl and he was doing some stuff on South Beach, ran across him and we, we did a little segment together. And, uh, you know, literally, um, maybe he was just bored, had nobody else to talk to. But we literally sat there for five, ten minutes and just visited. And some of it was off camera and just the way he came across. And he asked some questions just about uh, this area and also about, hey, you're down here by yourself covering the Super Bowl? I said, yeah, yeah that's <laughs> the way it is. All right, man. <laughs> so... I don't know. He came across to, a lot of times you, you run into media people, personalities, and literally they are just blowhards. Sure. My issue with him, and, and Richie just text in one one side of it. He said, you ain't lying. He'll dog WWE and their fans, then show up to a show and tell us how he had a phenomenal time. <laughs> that's, that's the truth. He literally did that. And he used to be so against UFC. And then, of course, he goes to Fox, and Fox has the UFC deal. And so then he starts talking about UFC. Oh. Like, you know, it's just kind of like a – I, I get it, but it's like a sellout move. It's like, dude, you were so anti WWE. Now you're talking about it like it's the greatest thing ever. Eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two. Coming up after the break, our parting shots on the morning drive. Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price, for how many doors, cars, trucks, and SUVs. King of the road, car king. We treat you like royalty. We earn your trust and loyalty. You'll be wearing the crown and you'll start to sing. The king of the road, the king of the road, car king. Get your craw daddies now at Randall's Fine Meats. Randall's Fine Meats has your craw daddies ready to go every day. Low prices for live or boiled. Ask about their 5 and 10 pound specials on some of the best crawfish around. Plus, Randall's will even cater your next event. Just give them a call, 343-0382, and book in advance. Randall's also has your specialty stuffed meats. And you have to try his fried cracklins. At Randall's, like them on Facebook or just stop on by. Randall's Fine Meats, 4205 Old Sterlington Road, Monroe. The newest lawn equipment pro center in the area is your new Cub Cadet Superstore, Yard Power. Yard Power in Monroe is your source for the full line of Cub Cadet mowers. In fact, they're the only dealer in Northeast Louisiana. And Yard Power is loaded with Cub Cadets. Over 100 mowers on the ground ready to roll. All backed by a full service and parts department. So remember YP, Yard Power. On Highway 165 in Monroe, just one mile north of Century Lane. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. Good morning, Louisiana. This is the Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Car King in Monroe. All right, Jake, you better come strong for this final segment. I want some championship innings here. I figured I'd just let you go since I hauled it yesterday. It is part of our parting shots. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Minnesota! Well, I'm going to tell you what, Channel 8, they've been packed it in, too. They didn't get any of this on camera. We got it. Oh, my God! Davis is going to run it all the way back. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. my God. Oh, my gosh, no. I have lost my voice in excitement. 
I'm sick. I want to throw up. I don't like going negative for parting shot. Oh, don't lie. <laughs> we all know you like negative. Uh, Oberman used to have, what, uh, worst person in the world, his little final segment. Uh, this could be called worst human in the world. Sure. Uh, I was going to get into this uh, yesterday before Jake hogged the mic and we ran out of time. What about this couple from New York that literally lied about their, uh, telling their son that he has cancer and then going out and getting donations and basically on a GoFund account get uh, $3,000 in donations. And then, uh, you know, Syracuse is a big fan of the Orange Men, so the football team invited the son, the kid to come. and. Mm-hmm. 10-year-old, and he soaked it in, and he enjoyed it. And now it comes out that the kid does not have cancer. The couple just made it up. Yeah. Awful. Absolutely awful. So now the sheriff's department up there is saying that uh, the 10-year-old actually thought he had cancer, but didn't know how severe the illness was. Yeah. um, They win the worst human award. (laughs) Undoubtedly. They can share it. For crying out loud, what is wrong with these people? For $3,000 and to get to I meet I don't care how Syracuse. much money it is. No, I'm, I agree, but I'm saying for $3,000 and to meet the Syracuse football team, you had your son think he had cancer. Mm. You made him believe he had cancer. Good luck to that boy. Yeah. We need new parents. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Hey, do. by the way, uh, the date is quickly approaching. Have you uh, and the wife uh, – you know, looked at the names yet that I gave you for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I chunked those things. Uh, I, on my way home, I just I littered on the road. I threw it out the window. So uh, Mac and uh, the other ones they came up with, they're not flying. I don't Mac? Even, I don't I, remember them either. I, they were just bad. I had Max in there. Max Martin. Max Martin. Yeah. Melody Martin. I thought so. That was one of the more tame ones. I thought most of them were pretty outlandish. Yeah. 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 So you don't have a name yet? No, we have names. Oh, okay. We don't know if it's a boy or girl. Okay. We're not finding out till mm. the baby's born. And literally, we the countdown is on. Yes, the countdown is on. She looks like she's about to pop. Over under? Over under what? How much time? Date, date of the birth? She's not getting out of May. Okay. Um, it's it's to the point where I didn't feel comfortable leaving for sulfur. Okay. I didn't feel, you know, I didn't want to. Something to happen, and then I'm, I'm stranded five hours away. So, all right, what you got as a parting shot? All right, so for parting shots, I wanted to recap some college baseball or actually preview yeah. some college baseball games. Um, we talked a little bit about Grambling and Louisiana Tech, just the fact that Tech won that game 8 0 earlier this year, and that Tyler Fallis will be getting the, the starting job tonight. Um, and hopefully, you know, this is this is one of those things where, I, you know, you, you hope it's a good game, a good showing by both teams. But Tech really needs a good outing from its from its pitching staff at this point because it's it's not been pretty the last couple of weeks. And going up against the top team in Conference USA and one of the top teams in the country, I mean, just look at what they've done this year. They've got Southern Miss this weekend on the road. They've got Southern Miss on the road. So, Got to get a little bit of momentum before you face that juggernaut. Well, in the other in the other dugout, of course, the G-Men coming off a tough loss last night to yeah. Northwestern State, yeah. and they continue to get ready for conference play as that SWAC uh, postseason tournament will be next week. Yeah, so it's an important game for both squads. So 
keep an eye on, on what takes place there. And if LSU loses to McNeese tonight? <laughs> it's it's going to be rough. Uh, and honestly, it's not. I think it's one of those games where a lot of people overlook it and say, well, LSU should easily win that one. But McNeese has beat them the last two times they played. And we know how these midweek games go. They're unpredictable. So LSU is going to throw Caleb Gilbert tonight, which is somewhat worrisome after his horrid outing. He didn't even get an out. Uh, I'm trying to think that was Saturday. Anyway, it was it was the ninth inning. He came out. He was going to get the save, and he goes like eight pitches and has to get pulled. So we'll see if he can bounce back. But something to look forward to if you're an LSU fan is Nick Storrs coming out of the bullpen. You know, he's only pinch, pitched once uh, this year, um, and he's worked hard to get himself back healthy again, and now he is expected to come out of the pen tonight. So see how he does. We talked about it extensively at the beginning of the show. Of course, the the big blow to the Saints' offensive attack. The NFL reporting yesterday that Mark Ingram will be suspended four games to start the year for using a performance-enhancing substance. Uh, Mark Ingram has yet to comment on the ruling coming down from the National Football League. And this is just a gut blow, man. It's a gut punch. It's I, I'm just so disappointed that he would – resort to taking PEDs. Mm. You know, I, I, I'm so against PEDs simply because, I'll say it again, it's 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 a player is in their mind, has to, in their mind is thinking, I'm not good enough on my own. I need an edge. Mm. And I'll take a shortcut to being one of the elite players in this league because I can't do it on my own. Well, without from hearing from him, and we are talking about, and we talk about running backs all the time in their short shelf life, a running back that's at the age of 28, the final year of his contract with the Saints, huge year expected of him, coming off, though, the two most productive seasons in his career, including when he had, what, uh, close to 1,500 yards, total yards from scrimmage last year. Yeah, and I'll Pro say Bowl this. Appearance. Yeah, I'll, I'll, on, the, on, the, on the field, it is the worst thing you can be um, tied to. I'm not talking about off-the-field issues. That's a whole different story. But in terms of, of playing on the field, I don't care if you're a dirty player. I don't care if you don't like Draymond Green. When you get that PED label on you, man, you, you can't shake it. You simply can't shake it. And honestly, it's, it's, it's disappointing. And now you put the Saints in a bind because you, you got to rush the development of Boston Scott. He's got to get in there and, and – and, you know, that's if he if he beats the other guys out. But he's got to get in there and help Alvin Kamara. You can't just ride Kamara solo. But how many times do we talk about it, opportunities and being the right fit in the NFL? And now Boston Scott has his foot in the door. What can he do with it? Exactly. It's a great opportunity for him. Absolutely. Uh, a couple other uh, news and notes. Grambling has a uh, press conference called for today at 3 o'clock. It is athletics-related. Really have no clue what this is about, but certainly looking forward to hearing from the details. Their AD, Paul Bryant, will join us tomorrow morning at 7.30 to break it all down for you. We'll have that news on the TV side tonight, plus, of course, uh, state semifinal baseball and also an Aaron's Aces segment. We uh, had a visit with the 5A state champion in golf, and I believe for the first time since Charles Scott or perhaps the same year as Charles Scott at Jonesboro Hodge with uh, Andrew, Andrew Priestley, I believe was his name, playing hoops, I'll be making a trip to Jonesboro mm. later today. Nice. The track star. Nice. Four gold medals. Um, and I want to kind of tie a bow on the Pels. So 
I, I was thrilled and entertained by this playoff run. Aaron, you are not a big NBA guy. You are not a big Pelicans guy. Have, has your opinion changed at all about the Pelicans? Or did you find yourself getting invested in these games? No, you're shaking your head no at me. Ultimately, it came down as a great series against Portland. You got all fired up. Congratulations. You won one game against Golden State. Are you closer to beating Golden State? Yes, if if you make the right offseason moves, and we know what that offseason move is. Mm-hmm. But I think so. And, and honestly, come on, it, it's unfair what the Warriors have. It really is. It's not – and that's that's been kind of the argument against the NBA, uh, you know, this year, just the fact that we all know the Warriors are going to make it at the end. Well, here, here's our series with Houston. We'll see if, if Houston can knock them off. But, uh, yeah, ultimately I thought you would say that, yeah, you found yourself – enthralled with the pelicans enthralled is certainly the wrong word (laughs) (laughs) okay then i I hope some of you are at least 888-993-7762 puff daddy and terry want to hear from you next on the edge everybody have a fantastic day we'll yell at you bright and early tomorrow morning thanks for listening to the best of the morning drive with dietrich and white to listen live every day tune in at espn977.com or subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.